welcome back. I'm Maria. This is Lindsay. And today hello. we're talking about the film. Uh, yes, hello. We're talking about the film I picked for this week. It's an A24 film. Why is it an A24 film? Because A24 has com complied and agreed with all of SAC AFTRA's uh, demands as far as the strike is concerned. So we like to support the workers and the studios who are, you know, supporting the workers too. The writers and everybody. Uh, so I chose The Witch, or you may see it as The Vavitch, because it's typically spelled with two Vs to give it that kind of old school feel. Uh, it came out in 2015. It's a horror folk film directed by Robert Eggers. And um, it's his, his, his debut, actually. And it stars Anya Taylor-Joy, who you may have seen from that show on Netflix about chess. Queen something. Uh, <laughs> mm. But uh, it's, it's a creepy, um, kind of a suspenseful horror, kind of quiet. You get lots of um, shots of the scenery that look kind of like paintings almost, or tableaus, which I think are really cool. It's very atmospheric, right? So it's yeah. not so much about the violence, but the atmosphere, how it makes you feel. But uh, it starts in 1630s New England. And we have William and his family. Uh, William, of course, is the father. We have Catherine, uh, the wife, Thomasina, the daughter, and their young son, <laughs> Caleb, and two fraternal twins, Mercy and Jonas. And they're banished from their town over some sort of religious dispute. Apparently, William thinks of the Bible differently than the people in town do, I guess. And he's been preaching about what he thinks his interpretation and they find it so offensive they banish his entire family and you can see Thomasina is unhappy about this because who wouldn't be you're in a brand new place that you don't know anything and now you're cut off from the only people that you know and the only community mm -hmm. that you have to go you know it's kind of like a descendants really yeah uh, so <clears throat> uh, the parents are trying to Make sure the kids don't worry too much about it. You know, we're, this is going to be a new start. You know, we're going to build our own place. We'll have our own farm, you know. And so they find a patch of land and they build a house and everything. Very small house. Um, and they have a few goats and they have a dog, a horse. And, uh, you know, they're trying to grow corn and things like that. And they're looking after each other, trying to make the best of their situation. And they're very religious. Like, it's to the point of, it's too, it's a little much. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's kind of all they have and all they talk about. It's a little obsessive. Because uh, even when they're just, like, even when the son and father, Caleb, and the father are together, like, they're talking about, you know, how they're made of sin and how they have to pray and do repentance and all this stuff or you know, perceived, honestly perceived sense, um, because they're supposed to be pure of thought. So any, even if you have a thought that seems sinful, that's considered to be a sin, um, which could just tie a person up in knots, trying to, like, try not to have regular human thoughts. Um, they don't really seem to have anything else of interest, right? Um so uh, William and Catherine actually have another baby while they're out there and on the land. And uh, Thomasina is looking after the baby for a little while. And she's just playing peekaboo with the baby as you do. Mm -hmm. And 
going well and she's, you know, hiding her eyes and then she opens them and the baby's gone. Yeah. That quick. <laughs> you know, and she goes running towards the woods to try and look for the baby, but the woods are large and dark. Where is she going to go? There's not really any tracks, you know. And we see this figure in a cloak holding the baby and then they're huffing and puffing and everything. And it looks like an older woman mm-hmm. and she's got the baby and you see her pull out a knife. You don't see anything happen to the baby. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's enough to just get that you can put two and two together. Um, mm-hmm. And she makes some kind of paste or oil with the, with the baby and the baby's blood and like is rubbing it all over herself. And then also over like a stick and she mm-hmm. flies on it cause she's a witch. Right. So now Thomas has to try to explain what happened, you know, like why did the baby go missing? Because she doesn't know. Um, But how can you explain that? It's weird. Right. And it wasn't like she walked away from the baby or anything like that. It was Right. right in front of her. Right. Like literally just closed their eyes for two seconds. Yeah. And the yeah. baby didn't cry or nothing mm-hmm. like it was just there was no sound of anybody running towards them yeah. or anything. Nothing. Uh, but they just decide that a wolf took the baby, basically, um, because yeah. you have to have an explanation. How does the baby just disappear? It has to be something took it, you know. And so Catherine is devastated, of course. She spends all day crying and she's not sleeping and she's just praying twenty four seven. And uh, Caleb and and William go into the woods the next day to try and find uh, some some food to eat because their corn is rotten. Their wheat Mm -hmm. is also not great. It's probably got ergot in it. And ergot makes you hallucinate. It can make you feel like you have something scratching your skin. And Mm -hmm. it's hypothesized that an ergot infection is part of what kicked off the Salem Witch Trials. Because mm. a lot of the, the the girls who claimed to be victim in the Salem witch trials would talk about seeing things and then also feeling things in their skin, like being pinpricked. Mm. So ergot mm. can cause that too, and especially if you have this kind of religious fanaticism, yeah, and you don't have you don't have any science or anything like that, <laughs> like right, right, you're gonna think of fantastical things. So. Caleb and William take uh, will go into the woods to you know find some food and uh, William tells Caleb that he's traded his wife's silver cup which she got from her father for these traps to catch rabbits or whatever else is in the woods right uh, but the traps are empty so their their grain is not good their corn is bad the traps are empty at one point. Thomasine picks up a chicken's egg and it breaks and there's like a bloody chicken fetus in it. So that's no good. <laughs> you know, right. they, they're that going hungry. Like it's like the land is cursed. Yeah. So they uh, looking for, looking for, you know, something to eat in the woods. They see this hare and a hare is not the same as a rabbit. They look very similar, but they're different. So hares are much bigger. And you could not have hares as pets. They're they're pretty. They're kind of violent. So, um, but mm. their dog is just barking at this hare, just barking, barking, barking. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, William tries to shoot it, 
And of course, you know, it's it's 1630, so it's gonna take a minute for him to get the gun together. And uh Yeah, I was like, oh Lord. <laughs> and you would think in all this time like, that the hair would run away, but the hair doesn't. No, just stares right yeah. at him. Just stares right at them very creepily. And he mm-hmm. shoots the gun at the hair and it backfires. So he's yeah. injured himself. I'm surprised it didn't take his eye out. I know. We're lucky for that because there's enough going wrong on the farm. Right. So, right. So back at the farm, uh, the twins are playing with the uh, Billy Goat Black Philip, who's this black goat, and they're they've made up like these songs about him and everything, and they're kind of chasing him around and everything. And um, at one point, Thomasina is by the by the creek, like washing her father's clothes, and. Mercy comes up to her and Caleb and is saying, oh, you know, Black Black Philip told me, uh, you know, it was a witch that got the baby and everything. You know, I've seen the witch and all this other stuff. And the twins uh, don't really seem to mind Thomasina at all. Like when she tries to tell them to do something, they don't listen to her. So she's decided mm-hmm. she's going to scare her, you know, try to make her listen to her. Yeah. So she tells, you know... She tells Mercy, well, I'm the witch. I'm the one who took the baby, you know, and I'll curse you and I'll curse everyone, da, 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 you know, just trying to scare her. Mm-hmm. Right. And it and it works. And and uh, but Caleb is like, she's just trying to scare you, like relax. But you know, Mercy's mm-hmm. scared, really, and she runs away. And uh and then they get back to the house and everything, and the mom wants to know where her cup is. You know. Because mom is already kind of blaming Thomasina for what happened to the baby. Oh yeah, which I don't. I don't blame her for blaming her because she's the one that had the baby. She's <laughs> the one that had the baby, but you know, it's not like she would have done anything to the baby, and she never really left the baby. It's really not her fault. Although yeah, she can't explain what happened, that. right? Right? She, right? She can't explain what happened. That's the only thing. Um, um, yeah, but it's almost like her mom thinks she did something malicious to the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which should be not something you would you should worry about with your children, right? Because if she thought Thomasine was capable of that, she would have never left the baby with Thomasine in the first place. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so, and, But I mean, what know, else can you think of, you know? I, I mean, know. where, where mom, else can your mind go? Especially like you're a mother who doesn't have her kid. And the person that had your kid last is in your face. Tell well, you, I don't she, know. She well, she does it, you know. <laughs> she doesn't. She You're say? right, and yeah. we know that. But yeah, yeah. Like she doesn't know. No, she doesn't know that what she's saying is the truth. She just knows what she's saying don't make sense. Yeah. So I get it. So you know, she uh, is asking about her silver cup. And she asked Thomason about her silver cup as if Thomason had something to do with it. And she's like, I haven't seen it. I haven't touched it. She's yeah. she named me, she names the usual places where it is. She's like, but I haven't touched it. I don't know where it would be. And her father says nothing. Mm-hmm. The father just lets her take the blame. Which is yeah. wild to me. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah. yeah. But I'm telling you, if I was the mama, if anything goes missing. It's her fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> you have three like, other children. So what? It's her fault. It's not okay. her fault. It can't just be. It, everything can't just be her it fault be, now. 
it can be 100% my fault, but it's her fault. I don't no, care. no, no, that's not right. <laughs> so, <clears throat> you know, they, they, they're they hungry. The, the, cause they were like, you know, at least cause she was asking about the cup. Cause she's like, well, we can trade it for something in town, you know, cause she's worried about them not having anything to eat and everything. And, mm-hmm. you know, so uh, they're also talking about, getting rid of Thomasina basically like selling her to a family as a servant so then they'll be rid of her and then have a little money on the side or whatever and they live in the run room house so of course everybody hears what they're saying <laughs> right right you know so Caleb is like Caleb gets up and he gets the horse ready he's gonna go out and check the traps for food or something he's determined not to let them you know get rid of his sister and she and Thomasina finds him as uh, Thomason finds him and uh He's like, well, you gotta let me go with you because I wouldn't want him going alone. Uh, right. You know, um, he doesn't even look like he's ten. So yeah. So she's like, you gotta let me go with you. I'm gonna tell my parents, or you can tell the parents, you know. So <clears throat> they go together. It's her, the horse, uh, Caleb, and the dog, and the gun, and they're going to check the traps. And they find they find something in one of the traps, right? Mm-hmm. And so they're still looking around and. Uh, the dog sees the hair again and like runs off after after the hair and it's like a bunch of things happen at once right the the horse gets spooked by the hair as well mm-hmm. which is an unusual for a horse yeah mm-hmm. horses so many more times bigger than a the hair they do not care about things that small <laughs> right but the horse gets spooked and throws thomasina off thomasin mm-hmm. off and she passes out. And so now Caleb's in the woods by himself. And um, he's lost, of course. And he finds this this like kind of cabin or a hovel in the woods. You know, there's somebody in there because there's smoke coming out of a chimney. And he's walking towards it like he can't he can't not walk towards it, you know. And uh, out comes this woman in a red cape, same red cape we saw before. Mm-hmm. Only now she's young and beautiful, right? And she approaches him, and it looks like she's kissing him, but it looks like more like she's sucking his soul out or something. Yeah. Yeah. And she grabbed on tight back of his head. to the back yeah. of his head. Mm-hmm. You can see, like, the hand that grabs the back of his head is, like, decrepit, right? Mm-hmm. It's not as young as the rest of her. Right. And so Thomasine wakes up, and she hears, because she's hearing her father calling for them because they're searching for their kids and everything. And, um, you know, she can't explain what happened again. And another child is missing. And so is their gun. And so is their dog. And so is their horse. So now they're really in the hole. (laughs) Really, really in the hole. And Catherine, you know, her mom is really upset about taking Caleb into the woods. And, um, oh, she had been upset the first time that Caleb had gone with William into the woods. And when she got upset that time, Caleb lied for them, and William just let him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So she, Catherine, is like trying to get you know get it out of uh, Thomason about what happened, but Thomason doesn't know because she was knocked out, and mm-hmm. uh, you know to get her off of her, the dad is like, "I took the cup," you know, he admits to taking the cup. Yeah. And so that gets, you know, Thompson away from her mother's wrath a little bit. Uh, 
and um, Thomason goes out to bed the, to make sure all the animals are like ready for bed and everything. And when she's out there, she sees Caleb and he's like naked and delirious and ill. And uh, so they all take him inside and everything. And they're, you know, trying to do something for him to make him better. You know, they don't know what's wrong with him or anything. And uh, Catherine starts to think, you know, this has to be witchcraft. Like everything that's happening to the land, the, you know, the disappearances of her children, uh, losing, you know, all their tools or animals. And like now Caleb is back and he's not himself. Like she's mm-hmm. like determined it must be witchcraft. So she says this and Mercy, of course, pops right up and like, oh yeah, Thomason told me she's a witch. Ooh, them them twins was some snitches. Oh, mm-hmm. MG. You know. They snitch like a mug. And the only person who could really defend Thomason right now is Caleb. Right. And he's out to lunch. So, yeah. yeah. So they're trying to say the Lord's Prayer around Caleb, you know, to fend off this witchcraft. And the twins all of a sudden can't. They can't. They can't remember mm-hmm. their words. And so that's another thing um, from, like, you know, which legend or whatever is that they can't say the Lord's prayer. You yeah. know, if you're in, you know, chanted by a witch or whatever, you won't be able to say the Lord's prayer. You just won't. And mm-hmm. uh, they, they pass out, I guess. And so uh, Thomason and her mother and father, they're able to all finish it, which is why I was just I'm like, why do you think she's a witch? She can say the prayer. It's not her, like, you know, <laughs> So they're they're praying, and at the same time, Caleb is like, it seems like he's having a seizure or something. And then all of a sudden, his mouth is locked up, and his father's trying to open his jaw, and out comes an apple. Yeah. Because when he and his father had been in the woods and had come back, and his mother was so upset they had gone, Caleb had told the lie that he thought he saw apples in the valley, and that's where they were. Mm-hmm. So now this apple is coming up out of his throat. Yeah. And it's oh it's creepy. It's gross. Yeah. yeah, it was very bloody. But I will say that um actor that plays Caleb, he was really acting in that scene. Mm-hmm. Like he did a really good job. Yeah, because he's he's talking about after that, he's talking about he's feels like she's on me, she's pricking my skin, she's on my chest, you know. He's he's just he's just very delirious and going on and on about this witch and then they're saying the prayer, and as they're saying the prayer, they all say the last line together, and it seems like Caleb has come to, you know, come out of it, mm-hmm. he's come to himself or whatever. And then he starts going on about, like, seeing Jesus and wanting to be in his lap and being the salvation, and it's like this religious ecstasy, like, that's like, yeah, it's like very heightened, you know? Right, it's like, right, right. Okay, so maybe this isn't over? And he's just like, uh, he's delirious still, you know, but in a different way. Mm-hmm. And then he just dies. Yeah. 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 It kind of reminds me of when um, they say that people are like right there at the um, at the gate, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. what it reminded me of. Like he was hallucinating, but he really wasn't like it was like his body was still here, but his mind was in mm-hmm. heaven at the gate. You know, mm-hmm. so and that's what he was saying. You know, just pretty much like you know, I want to be in your lap, blah blah blah. That's what everybody be of. 
So yeah. when I saw that scene, I was like, oh, he's dead, basically. Or when mm-hmm. I saw that part of the scene, I was like, he's he's pretty much dead. And then he died. Yeah. So the twins still believe that Thompson's a witch. Thompson is like, they're the ones who talked to Black Phillip, not me. <laughs> not me. Mm-hmm. You know. And they're out of food. They're running out of children and they can't, yeah. they don't know what's happening. So they lock the twins and Thomason into the goat pen for some reason. And yeah. <laughs> so they can, you know, I don't know, you keep know, them together. When I, thing, when I took that as it was like with them, with them believing in the witchcraft and people being possessed and all that, I was thinking that they were thinking that the kids are like possessed in some way hmm. and maybe he was locking them away from them from the parents i was thinking he was locking them away for their own safety because their kids keep disappearing and then also to keep them away from their mother and she's like fanatical yeah um even more than anybody else in the family yeah. um and but then you know, when we go she's, to him praying that's what really made me think like he was locking them away because he thinks they're possessed and he was praying. He was trying to pray it off of. Yeah. He's not sure who to believe or what to believe at this point. Yeah. Uh, he just knows they need help. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's thinking about going into town. The only thing is like, it's like two days walk or something. Um, especially since they don't have the horse now. Right. But like, um, they're in the goat pen and staring at the ghosts, staring at each other, and eventually fall asleep and wake up to see the witches in the goat pen with them, mm-hmm. drinking the blood of the goats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, like, what do you even do? <laughs> right. And how the hell is she getting here? <laughs> right. Got in there. Nobody heard a thing. Mm-mm. No. Oh, but she's here. Mm-mm. And at the same time, Catherine's having this hallucinatory vision. Um, first thing you see is the silver cup is back. Yeah. And then she sees uh, Caleb holding the baby. You know, and they're like, oh, we've come to visit you, you know, and everything. And she was like, well, let me get your father. He'll, he'll be happy to see you too. They're like, no, let him sleep, you know. And she takes the baby and she's like feeding the baby from her breast. But we see in reality, it's a raven pecking at her breast. Yeah. Yes. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, that was a bit much. Yeah. I was like, because I I was like, like, well, I know this is not real. Well, Mm -hmm. yeah, because to her, she's got her, she's got her children back. Right. Yeah. Right. But I'm like, I know that had to be hella painful. Mm Mm-hmm. So at dawn, like the whole goat pen is destroyed. Um, the goats are eviscerated. The twins are mm-hmm. missing. And mm-hmm. the only person left is Thomason. She's got bloody hands. And she's just kind of waking up when her father is like outside. And she sees Black Philip literally stab him twice in the gut. <laughs> yeah. And knocks him yeah. into a pile of wood. Mm-hmm. And the wood, you know, collapses on him, mm-hmm. killing him. Mm-hmm. And she goes over to him, you know, 
And she's about to get right close to him where her mother comes out the house and it's like, mm. what have you done? It's like, oh my God. <laughs> You're right. You know, Thomason hasn't done anything to anyone this entire like movie. <laughs> like literally, she's just in she's just the one that keeps getting saved every time. <laughs> she's a scapegoat, you know. Yeah. They just, they just seem to they always seem to find her after the events, and so they blame her for the events. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, right. Especially because she don't have no explanation for what happened. <laughs> so it's like, ugh. But yeah, her mama like flipped her wig on her. Yeah, she goes off on her. She's like, I've seen you the way you look at your brother with those sluttish looks or whatever. I was like, girl, what does that even mean? Like, <laughs> and she's like, and now you're doing this. You did the same with your father. And she's just like going crazy. And she's mm-hmm. she's beating her, choking her, whatever. And Thomason's like, no, stop. I love you. Please. Like, you know. And she's not listening to her at all. And so she picks up this bill hook and, and strikes her across the face. Mm-hmm. And that makes her mother even more angry. And so she's really trying to choke at her death. And you can like see her face changing colors and everything. And uh, she mm-hmm. picks the bill hook up again and keeps stabbing her this time until her mother dies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because the only way it was gonna stop. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. So now everybody but Thomason is gone or dead. Um, and so she's just tired. <laughs> she just takes off her clothes and crawls into bed. Well, yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, all these dead bodies. I I thought that was pretty weird. I was like, so you just gonna go to sleep? I mean, honestly, beard? I was like, what else can she do? At this point, yeah, she's been she's probably been awake all night, you know, whatever happened in the goat pen, you know, and then all seeing her father like this, and then her mother's like, ah, like what just go to sleep, (laughs) yeah, you know, it's not like they're nobody's really going anywhere, you know, it doesn't seem Mm -hmm. like no matter what they do, things keep happening, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I can understand you killing your mother could be very exhausting. (laughs) For anyone. Right, for anyone. So I get it, you know. Yeah, and it wasn't like she wanted to. The woman was really trying to kill her. Yeah, yeah, it was was either he, it was either you or me. Mm -hmm. I guess it's going to be you. Yeah. So, So. I'm not, I'm not. Not saying I condone it, but I understand it. Right, exactly. <laughs> so Thomason is alone, and she goes back to the to the goat house, and we see Black Philip there, and she is asking Black Philip to speak to her, you know, because you spoke to Mercy and everybody. Why don't you talk to me, right? And mm-hmm. um, they go into the house, and um, oh no, he's in the house actually when she says this, and yeah. she starts to turn around, and he speaks. Hmm. And I saw you had tweet like, "Where is his voice coming from?" Right. I was like, "Who the hell is speaking?" Yes, it's Black oh. Philip. Yeah. So he transforms into this man who's wearing all black, very fancy clothes for the time period. Like he's even got like the little spurs on the back of his boots, right, mm-hmm. to make that jingly sound. And he's like, uh, you know. Would you like the taste of butter? Would you like to wear pretty dresses? Would thou like to live deliciously? You know, 
Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, well, what would I have to give you for that? You know? And he's like, you just have to sign my book. And that's another thing, like, uh, particularly about Puritan beliefs about witches is that you would have to sign your name in the devil's book mm-hmm. to become a witch. And she's like, well, I can't sign my name because she doesn't know how to read or write. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's fine. I can guide your hand. I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, she does that. And he tells her to take off her shift and she follows him into the woods where there's a coven of witches just like chanting around a fire all naked with their sticks and witch brooms or whatever. And uh, they get into their own, you know, like religious type of ecstasy, I guess. And mm-hmm. they start they start flying, you know, yeah. levitating and flying and stuff. And so she also starts to levitate and starts, you know, laughing and stuff like, and that's in the movie. So she's a witch now. Yep. That is um, her origin story, I guess. <laughs> yes, it's her origin story. Yeah, she's going to wreak havoc, havoc for centuries to come. <laughs> On other families, I suppose. Right. <laughs> Right. So, so what made you pick this movie? Uh, I'd seen this movie probably last year and I liked mm. it. So I picked it. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I like uh, atmospheric films. Um, so it's not necessarily like super bloody or gory. I don't particularly care for like gory films. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's more about like the mood and like you know like the kind of creeping feeling like the way they intensify the music a lot um i like how you kind of have to figure it out too like it's kind of mysterious some things are kind of vague about what's happening but it's not too vague where you're like i don't understand what's happening in this movie right 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 it's just some of the details may be a little bit fuzzy which is fine because they're also fuzzy for the people who are in the movie mm-hmm. yeah yeah i um I did a little bit of research and um, I saw that the person that wrote the film, he was, um, he had wrote other films and they weren't being picked up. And so um, he had some type of fascination with witches because mm-hmm. he, he grew up in New England. Mm-hmm. So he was just like, you know, let me go back to what I know and write this film. <clears throat> and so he wrote the film and he got picked up. And um, he wanted to film it in New England, but because of taxes, they couldn't. So they had to film it in mm-hmm. Canada. Wow. And then also um, he wanted authentic English accents. Mm-hmm. So they um, cast it in England. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Anya so. Taylor-Joy is English. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've seen Ralph Innocent who played uh, William before. Yeah, I totally have. Uh, mm-hmm. He's got a great voice, right? Like this yeah. deep baritone. Yeah. Um, right, right. I, yeah. I feel like everybody in this movie did a really great job. I understand. Yeah, I always have my captions on, see? And because they did a yeah. lot of like pretty authentic um, language for the time, that's when mm-hmm. I was like, let me turn my captions on just so I can make sure I understand what they're saying. Right, right, right. Um, another thing I saw was that um, the um, the budget, I want to say, was like $4 million, four or $5 million. Mm-hmm. 
That's wild. And they ended up, yeah, and they ended up making forty. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully, they all had like some kind of, uh, you know, percentage of the gross. Yeah, one would hope. Yeah, one would hope. Um, there was something else I saw. Yeah, I can't then remember anymore. They filmed indoors with all natural light or candlelight. That's what I was saying. Yeah, that's the other thing I was thinking. Yeah. Um, he wanted it to be very authentic. So they used mm-hmm. natural lighting, they used candlelight. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a good um a good decision. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that made it even more creepy because there were some parts I was like, I'm not if it was me, I wouldn't be going out there at night. Forget no. that. Are you kidding? Yeah. By only the moonlight? Please. Yeah, absolutely not. And dead bodies out there? Nope. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. That's why she just went to bed. Right. <laughs> but right. Um, I know they also made the clothes with like the same materials that they would have had and they mm-hmm. paid very strict attention to what folks of that time would have worn. So, because a lot of times yeah. when, you're, when people do period films, they're kind of... Uh, playing into what the audience the modern audience would anticipate to see even if it's Mm -hmm. not accurate to that specific time but for this one it was accurate yeah yeah and i also saw that the uh, costume designer had lobbied for a bigger budget i don't know yeah yeah because all clothes were handmade like yeah yeah and you can tell they were very authentic because they looked very heavy Mm mm-hmm you know, so very durable, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the score is very is very different. A lot of times, there's a lot of quiet moments, um, but uh, when things are elevated, like it gets very loud, it gets very tense, and like is um, has a lot of discord in it. You know, kind of mismatch notes to make you feel that discomfort. Mm-hmm. Um, there were definitely some times where I had to like turn it down because I'm like, okay, I get it, like. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Right. It's intense. Yeah. Um, yeah. There aren't like any jump scares, really. I think there's even yeah. one. Maybe. Um, with the um, with the bull when he stabbed the dad. Yeah. That was one. Cause I was like, damn. So. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't think there were too many. Too yeah. many jump scares at all. Which, like, you yeah. know, for me, jump scares, yeah, you'll get a reaction, but they're not, like, scary. It's just more caught off guard mm-hmm. than anything. So, um, with this one, it was, like, several things that were put together that makes it scary. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, they didn't need the jump scares. Yeah, and a lot of times jump scares can be overused or they're telegraphed. So mm-hmm. you know they're coming. Which is not mm-hmm. fun. I don't want to be right, right, right. Yeah. Right. Surprise me. So um uh they they also studied a lot about you know Puritanism and their thoughts about witches at the time and the type of people they would persecute as witches. So like in this movie, we see a single woman living alone. Mm-hmm. Which in that kind of culture at that time would be suspicious. Why is she alone? Why doesn't she have a family? 
Why doesn't right. she come to church or whatever? How does she have her own property? Mm-hmm. Right. All of that would be suspicious. And right. the idea that that kind of woman would be jealous of the things that these other women would have. So like the stealing babies or, you know, destruction of the family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, God forbid some woman does it on their own, you know? Yeah. Mind her business. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 I, I I really do not like Puritanism at all. <laughs> and I hate right. how much influence it still has in our culture today. You know, particularly mm-hmm. with the idea of controlling women and what they do. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't until like 1970-something women could open a checking account without their husband's signature. Really? Yes. So what did they do if they were a single woman? Better keep your money on you. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Women couldn't have their own credit. They had to go on their husband's mm. credit. Like, yeah. So, wow. yeah. And so we see this kind of repressive, patriarchal, puritanical, you know, ideals being replicated within the family, even, you know, even mm-hmm. though they've been kicked out. And it's just kind of all focused on Thomason because she is the. She's the, she's young, right? She's beautiful. She, you know, um, has a little bit of authority within the family because she's the eldest. Mm-hmm. Um, and things just seem to go wrong when she's around. So it must be her, right? And right. everything they do just keeps pushing her further out, right? Right. And so if anybody ever wants to take power over anything, all you have to do is destable the structure they're in, right? So the mm-hmm. witch and, you know, Black Philip, you know, take advantage of this mm-hmm. to isolate yeah. her and to get her into the coven. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. And she kind of goes from is. like one extreme to another. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Right, and it it didn't seem like it needed. She needed too much convincing. I mean, after she lost everything, (laughs) right, right, right. Like she didn't, she didn't rely on like any beliefs or anything. Once everything was, once all her family was gone and whatnot, she didn't rely on any thoughts or beliefs or anything like that. So it was just, okay, you're going to guide my hand to write my name? Cool. Yeah. I mean, her own mother tried to kill her. So it would definitely, you know, feelings of betrayal for one thing. And like your whole life has been a lie. Your own mother tried to kill you, you know? Yeah. Right, right. Because I mean, y'all want to make me into this. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying, like, you were already ousted from the community that you knew. And then your family's getting knocked off left and right. Mm So, and then they tried to they tried to give you up. They were gonna try to give you up. Right, they were gonna give you up. You know, so they're blaming you for everything that's going wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay, you want to call me a witch? I'll be that. Yeah, I have nothing yeah. left to lose. Right, right. So, and they want me. 
y'all were trying to oust me, so. Right. Yeah, so it was like she had all this rejection, continued rejection, and now <clears throat> it's somebody who's wanting her. So it didn't take it didn't take that much for her to be like, all right. I mean, it took everything. Well, yeah, yeah. She no. literally had nothing. I'm just left. saying, like it wasn't <laughs> true. I'm just saying, like in the in the conversation, like it wasn't that much conversation. It oh, wasn't that much. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. It wasn't a whole lot back and forth. Yeah. Right. So, but yeah, so we have our rating system. Yes. So we have one movie reel, trash AF, two, it exists, three, entertaining, four, great, five, a true classic. So, Maria, what say you? I would give this, I think I'll give this a four. Mm-hmm. it's definitely one of the better it's one of the better witch movies you mm-hmm. know uh, it's actually spooky without being too much I think um, yeah. I like how it adheres to a lot of the thoughts and customs of the times that it was set in you really feel like you're in that place um, mm-hmm. I love the visual effects not the visual effects but the um, the cinematography that's what I mean Yes. Because you have like lots of those pictures of the landscape, the scenery. Um, I like how it plays with the light and darkness, like the way it was shot in natural light and candlelight and firelight and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And that's really, it just, it just adds so much more to the atmosphere. And it's definitely something I can yeah. see like playing at Halloween every year or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would... I would give it a three. Mm-hmm. Um, and for similar reasons that you mentioned, um, I'm a big I'm a big stickler for good cinematography. So learning about what they did as far as the lighting and stuff like that, I was like, okay. So that made me appreciate what I was seeing even more, you know, because mm-hmm. <clears throat> that was one of the reasons why I went on ahead and looked it up, you know, because I'm like, this looks great. Like the way they're shooting this is great, you know. So, um, and then learning the background and whatnot, but, you know, as far as the movie is concerned, um, movie by itself, just, it was entertaining. I enjoyed it for the most part. And you didn't run out of the room. I didn't run out of the room, you know, um, now I did put my head down a couple of times, but I didn't run out the room. So, and that's usually my thing on horror flicks is I love (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, and yeah. you weren't eating so you didn't have to stop no eating. okay good. i have not ate good oh no i did not eat i have eaten since since okay, i watched good. the movie but good yeah <laughs> but no i did not eat the the whole movie so good. yeah so oh, yeah. yeah i think it's good i think it's gonna be really good for <clears throat> spooky season mm-hmm. so. right right Right. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, this is this was a better this is one of the better um thought out horror flicks that I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So, so yeah, very yeah, very distinct characters, all with different motivations, all very well mm-hmm. acted. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Makes me very glad I'm not in the sixteen thirties. 
Oh, absolutely. There's no <laughs> way. Like God knew what he was doing when he um, had me be in this generation because there's absolutely no way. No way. Plus, I mean, I probably would have been a slave. So Exactly. Yeah. On top of that. And then there's that. Right. <laughs> and then there's that. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. God doesn't make mistakes. <laughs> I also did appreciate, like, um, right when they get kicked out of town and they're like they're leaving, you see also a couple of Native Americans there. I saw well. that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I saw that too. So that made me think like, okay, they're all living together. Okay. Mm-hmm. Trading, you know. Mm-hmm. They were there. You know, they didn't yep. just get here to empty land. So. Right. 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 So yeah. I did so I did peep that yeah. I did peep that. So So what are we watching for next week? Next next All episode. right. So we're watching um another movie that has gone viral recently. Um <laughs> The Pass. The Pass. And yeah. Oh, that is a, um a movie that was um Produced by um, Candy Burris and her husband Todd Tucker, so um, the movie came out on Peacock like a week ago. Mm. So, <clears throat> so yeah, so that's what we'll be watching um, for next week. And yeah, I'll be uh, I will be anticipating your tweets. Oh, you're going to get them. So y'all need to follow us on Twitter or X or Twix, whatever. Like, Rumi's going to be the movies. Okay. I didn't know that they were calling it Twix. (laughs) No, I mean, some people, you know, mixing Twitter and X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, whatever whatever that app is. Yes, you know the one. Yeah, (laughs) right. (laughs) So, yeah, um, yeah, it stars um, Drew Sedora. Excuse me. And um, she's on Atlanta mm-hmm. Housewives as well. Uh, and if um, if that name sounds familiar, it's because she had a recurring role on the game um, back when the game was still on UPN or CW, whichever one it was at the time. I think that but, was UPN. Um, huh? I think it was UPN then. UPN, okay. So, um, yeah, she had a reoccurring role back then. And that was who um, Darwin cheated on Melanie with. So, it has a bit of nostalgia from back then. Um, and then she also played T-Boss in the TLC movie. Okay, the Lifetime TLC movie? Uh, VH1. VH1, okay. Wow, I forgot about VH1. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, so... She was on those. And then um, it also has uh, the lady from the movie Truth to the Game, one, two, and three, the main character from Truth to the Game. I, right. Her name, um, I can't remember her name right now. But, but yeah, it has those two in it. So, so yeah, so that's what we'll be watching next time. <clears throat> yes. So, Pass. so Maria, where Parker. can we find you? Oh, you can find yes. me online, uh, pretty much any social media platform, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at Valor More Dollars. That is V-A-L-A-R-M-O-R Dollars. 
I'm also on another podcast called Nerdgasm Noir, where we talk about nerdy, geeky, and tech things and five Black women. So you can join us there as well. Where can they find you, Lindsay? Um, you can find me everywhere at L underscore Renell. That's L underscore R-A-N-E-L-L-E. You can also find me on my other podcast, The Ish We Talk. And that's me and my cousin talking about hot topics. What she talk about this week? So um, the whole <laughs> Erica Mina versus Spice. Yes. Situation that happened on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. We she did. Um, she just got fired yesterday. Mm-hmm. And um, I found that out before we filmed. So we did um, talk about that mm-hmm. and talk about how the internet has pretty much been split down the middle on that one. So, mm. yeah. yeah. So you need to get into so, that yeah. ish they talk. You want to get into that pop culture stuff. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Juicy discussion. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. Yep. So that is episode 35 of okay. Rumi's Review the Movie. And we will see you guys for episode 36, The Pass. Mm-hmm. See you next time, y'all. Bye. 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 <laughs>